Hello, beautiful. You are listening to Africana Woman Podcast. Chulu is my name. I am a writer, personal brand consultant, entrepreneur, and mentor. Having recently celebrated the 100th episode, we had some great conversations on Instagram Live that I wanted to make sure you heard. Not only to learn about the amazing female-led businesses, but also to get more insight into what Africana women can offer you outside of the podcast. This conversation is with Karet from Virtual Karet. I love this woman. She is a ball of energy and you will love this conversation. Enjoy. Uh, Look at this gorgeousness. Just look at you. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you glowing up, just looking all fine. Listen, I had to make an effort for you. Okay, Chulu? I have to make an effort for you, girl. <laughs> no, you look gorgeous, girl. You look just stunning. Like the glow. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, darling. Can I just say, I've been catching up on the lives that you've been doing. Because I know this is the fifth, right? That you've done yeah. so far. And I love your head accessories. I thought, let me wait until now. <laughs> how much I love your head accessories truly nobody can wear a hat the way you do (laughs) but you know the funny thing I never used to wear hats because I had big hair like my hair was massive and no hats could like fit on my head so one of the reasons I cut my hair to everybody's dismay is because of I wanted to wear hats and this is the reason guys it's a good reason like (laughs) just look at this like I love it I love it, girl. You wear it well. Thank you. So, okay, let's get you introduced. Okay, so this is my sister from Jamaica, and she is super amazing. And it's funny because we met through, um, and she's even in the chat. Hi, Daniela. So we met through Daniela. She's the boss UK, and we've uh-huh. just connected um ever since absolutely beautiful soul she's been on the podcast um i can't even remember the number i should have checked sorry but she's been on the (laughs) and you guys need to check out that episode it was so good and this is my sister And hi to my beautiful ladies, entrepreneurs, business owners, all all of you guys that have decided to tune in and celebrate with us as we celebrate Chulu and all that she's doing with Africana Woman and hitting 100 episode of the podcast. So there's a lot of hype and celebration. If if you haven't watched her live about this story and her vision of birthing Africana woman and the podcast and everything, you need to go to her page and check it out. And then you, you will understand why this is such an amazing time of celebration and of, of her accomplishment. Trust me. Aww. So, okay. So let's talk about you and your beautiful business, right? Um, of course, we did cover this in, um, I, I think we kind of just touched on it briefly in the episode, the podcast episode, but I want to know from you, 
Um, what do you do? Okay, so I am the founder of an online business management slash VA service called Virtual Correct VA Services. And essentially what we do is that we make your life easier. If you are a business owner or an entrepreneur and you feel burnt out, exhausted, sick and tired of being the jack and jane of all trade, essentially what we do is take care of everything and allow you to focus on what really matters, which is growing your business. We focus on all the operational stuff. And so we're based in the UK, but we work with clients um, from all over and we are an international team. So we're not just um, consist of teams, um, individuals based in the UK, but also individuals based in Africa, um, you name it. Yeah. So here's the thing. I know a lot of people who are, um, you know, entrepreneurs, especially in those early years, they are wondering what's the point of getting a virtual assistant? Like, what does a virtual assistant do? Because they're thinking, but I can do that. <laughs> so what's the point? <laughs> so just walk us through. Okay. Maybe you can do what a VA can do possibly because many of us we're very skilled individuals you will find that a lot of creatives tend to end up being entrepreneurs because of how their mind works because they're highly skilled and they learn um, very quickly so perhaps you can do all the things that needs to be done in your business but the whole point of taking on a VA to support you is not to replace you necessarily in your business Rather, it's to um, provide an increased capacity to allow you to show up better for your business. So, for example, you might be able to manage your social media by yourself. However, how much time does it take you to plan out your content, to create your graphics, to write your captions, to schedule your posts, to turn up and carry out outbound engagement, to nurture your current community in the hope that they will buy from you when you're ready to launch, Imagine somebody else, and that's just one area of your business, right? Imagine somebody being able to take care of all of that for you. How much time would that actually save you? Not only time, but sanity. How much sleepless nights do you lose over thinking about all the things that you have not ticked off of your to-do list? Why? Because you're only relying on yourself to do it. Mm -hmm. It's about freeing up yourself to focus on the wider vision, the growth of your business, strategizing in your business. You are investing in not only your future, but the future of your business in taking on a VA to support you. Simple. Yeah. Beautiful answer. So when would you say is the right time to take on a VA? Because I think people kind of get like, well, there's no money coming in. Like, but I need the help. <laughs> like, when is a good time? You know what I mean? The right time to take on a VA is, one, if you are exhausted all the time and you're constantly trying to play catch up with yourself. Yes, we know that there is the money factor. However, in most cases, is it that we don't have the money? Or is it that we do have the money, but we would prefer to spend it in some other ways? <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that because I'm a business owner. 
And yeah. I have to invest in the growth of my own business. I'll give you an example. I've got a social media uh, manager who support me with my coaching business. And she does a lot of the content um, creation and she supports me with that. For the longest while, he has been saying to me, correct, let me do the engagement so that we can focus on um, increasing our reach and all of that stuff. And I, and I was like, no, 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 no. Obviously, because I'll have to pay more to have it done. But I was like, no, but guess what? I found that one, even though she was brilliant at doing what she was doing, it was affecting um, our ability to have a greater impact simply because I wasn't able to keep up with the engagement side of managing a social media account. And so this week, I finally decided that no more. I contacted my social media manager and I said, listen, you do it all. You take care of it, girl, because whatever I need to pay for you to take care of it and relieve me of some of the stress and tension that I feel every day when I show up in my business, I will pay to get that done. So, yes, I know that there's the money factor, but ask yourself that question. Is it that you don't have the money or is it that you do have the money, but you feel as though um, investing in a VA isn't the best thing? And if you feel that investing in a VA, in a VA isn't the right thing for your business, then that's basically you saying that you're content being stressed, being burnt out and not really being able to focus on the growth of mm. your business. Mm. Another point, apart from the money factor, how can you know when is um, the right time? Basically, when you are getting an increase in inbounds leads. So the top of your funnel is filling up. People are making inquiries to work with you or to acquire your service. And you just basically haven't got the capacity. Yeah. It could be that you're a coach, for example, right? People are reaching out to you to coach them, to mentor them, to invest in your programs. However, you are still having to hold down the admin side of running a coaching business, which means that you have to either turn clients down or take on additional clients and provide a poor service. Why? Because you haven't got the capacity to deliver value because you're stressed yes. and you're burnt out. Need I say any more? <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So this is, um, this is something that I was just thinking about. I think a lot of people are coming from an environment where um, it's not an online, um, they don't work in that online space. You know what I mean? So working with a VA is something that would seem um, kind of new, but then it's mm -hmm. like, you know, when you're used to seeing somebody in like a brick and mortar office, and mm -hmm. I think we kind of get into this thing of, oh, I can see them working. <laughs> Right. So the work is being done, <laughs> but with mm -hmm. a VA, like I, I, it's a different, it's a different ball game. So just walk mm -hmm. us through what is it, you know, what, what should someone's expectations be when working with a virtual assistant? Okay. First of all, if you are a control freak, then working with a VA is not for you, girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> Know what you wanted to hear. <laughs> Nobody likes to be micromanaged, and I'm sure not even you like to be micromanaged, hence the reason why you probably decided that you're better off being your own boss because you don't want nobody telling you what to do. The same principle applies. The VAs that you might um, hire to support you in your business, remember, they are business owners themselves. They are not employees, and so you need to treat them with the same level of respect that you would expect to be treated with. Secondly, 
you are not purely paying for a VA's time. You are paying mm. for months and years of investment that that, in, that that individual has made in themselves to become an expert in the area in which they are providing you with support. So your focus should be more on whether you feel that you are receiving value for your money as opposed to wanting to know how much time is being spent on a particular task. Yeah, 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 so true. Um, so I was just thinking around, I think I've had conversations with people who are, who are considering taking on a VA, but they say to me, like, what are they going to do? What am I, what, what should I tell them to do? What should I do with them? So how would you advise, um, you know, figuring out what is the thing that a VA can do? Because, and then at the same time, there's so many types of VAs, right? Because I think when we think VA, we're thinking maybe just um, admin, but then they, like you said, there's social media, there's community management, there's all these different, you know, types. So anyway, I'll leave it to you. Okay. Right. Truly is right. There's so many different things a VA can do, and there are various types of VAs out there. There is an exercise that I tend to have clients do who feel slightly confused about where their need lies the most and where they could do with the most support. Um, but in simple terms, one of the things that I would say you need to do, first of all, is you want to either get a sheet of paper or Trello or, you know, whichever tool you use, but you need an area where you can jot things down. And you want to make I would say a few columns. In one of the columns, you want to make a list of all the operational activities that has to take place in your business in order for it to continue existing. Let's just put it that way. All your operational activities. Then from that list, you want to create another list where you're going to decide of all those activities that you've listed that needs to be done in your business, which of those activities you don't enjoy doing. You can do it, but you don't enjoy do it, doing it and it's not the best use of your time. Then you do use that to create a second list. So these are activities that you don't enjoy doing, though you may have the ability to do it in your business, right? And it can be done by somebody else. Then in your third column, you want to list all the activities that needs to be done, but you haven't got the skill set or you could try to do it, but you're not efficient enough in order to do it the way at the standard that it needs to be done. That will give you a good sort of like ground to kind of see where you can begin getting somebody to help you in your business. And you can start from there. You are like super intelligent. I love your business sense, but I really want to get into why virtual, like why this business? Why is it important to you to have a business around virtual assistance. Okay. My initial reason for launching um, my business, it's funny because when I decided that I was going to leave my corporate um, job and basically start my own business, my main goal was to be able to replace my nine to five income. And then I would have been a happy bunny. But as they say, the vision changes as the Mm -hmm. overall vision for your life changes. And then I decided that, you know what? I actually want um, a business that's going to afford me the sort of lifestyle that I want, but at the same time, one that I can find fulfillment in. 
right? Um, and so that's what my business allows. It allows me to lead the sort of lifestyle that I desire, but I am also able to have fulfillment in that I am helping other business owners to build their dream business, yeah, to build their mini empires, to create the legacies that they want to leave behind. Because the thing is this, many of the businesses that we work with, they are focused on legacy. That's their yeah. primary focus. It's not about mm-hmm. the money, right? The money has only temporal um benefits let's just put it that way it's about okay what do i want to leave behind for my children to inherit you know what impact do i want to have through the clients that i'm going to be serving who is able to have a bigger influence than the one that i will ever be able to have right so it's really about thinking about it's really about the legacy that our clients want to to leave behind and create and so it brings us joy as a team, because I'm not a one-man band, hence the reason why I'm a huge advocate of outsourcing. Yeah, um, I'm only able to deliver the quality of service that I do through my amazing team that support me. And so, yeah, definitely being able to have impact on the lives of those who we serve. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I want us to go just touch a little bit about, you know, the lifestyle that you want, because I think one of the things that's very important in Africana women is, is to encourage women to live the lifestyle that they want, the lifestyle of their dreams. Right. Cause I think a lot of times we kind of get stuck into this kind of like a, a robotic, like, okay, just going with the motions, you know, but you know that there could be something better. Uh, like yeah. you could be living in a way that would just fill your heart, you know what I mean? And just excite you every day. So I, I just wanted to hear from you. What When you say that you you wanted um, your business helps you live the lifestyle that you want, what is that lifestyle? Okay, so it could be in the, sim- it's in the simplest way. So for me, I don't like to wake up early. My business allows <laughs> Listen, I work really hard, so I deserve to sleep in late. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. My business allows me to wake up late, to have a late start in the morning. I do not want to work on Fridays, so I don't work on Fridays. My team don't work on Fridays. Mm -hmm. I want to finish work by 4 p.m. That's what I do. I finish by Mm -hmm. 4 p.m. because it then allows me time to focus on the needs of my family and other social related activities that I want to be able to engage in before the day comes to an end. Mm-hmm. I'm able to travel regularly, which is very, very super, super important to me. Being able to travel regularly, I've got family overseas, being able to do that and not have to worry about my business falling apart. So really having the joy, you know, I have friends who are single um, parents, you know, they need help with their children. If my friend decided that, okay, correct, could you come and babysit or could you do the school run for me? I'm able to go and do that for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to show up better in a, in a way that is of more worth and value to the people that I love the most. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. Guys, have you heard, are you listening to this? Are you listening? <laughs> When I tell you that, you know, you can fashion a life around the way you want to live, it's possible. Like, 
It's possible. You just need to start taking the right steps, right? And I think we talked about this in the podcast. What made you, you did mention it, you alluded to it before, you were working in corporate um, and then you switched. What was that? Um, tell us about the courage it took to switch. It took a lot of courage to decide to leave my nine-to-five job. Why? Because it provided me <clears throat> with the financial security that I needed, however, at the expense of my mental health and my well-being. Yeah. Simply put, I got burnt out. I got in my last job, uh, my last corporate role, I was in a senior position and I was being paid quite well. I had a team that I was managing. Um, huge responsibilities, which I enjoy, you know, I'm a natural leader. And so, you know, that was all okay. I was in my, you know, operating in my zone of genius. But then it got to a point where the workload became unmanageable. And, you know, there was a lot of changes happening in the department where I was working at the time. And there wasn't enough um, consideration being given to the members of staff and how it was affecting them. And so I decided that, listen, I'm bouncing. Now, was it scary? Of course it was. It was terrifying. But then I decided that, okay, I need to put a plan in place. I need to save up, you know, at least two months worth of finances that would cover my living expenses, which will then allow me time to figure out what it is that I'm going to do and at least start working towards what it is that I wanted to do, which for me was to start my business. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't an easy decision to make. But it was either that or dread waking up every day to go into work. And what a sad way to live life. Now, I know that some of you who are probably listening to this podcast, um, not this podcast, to this live, you know, you might be thinking, correct, that's all well and good for you. But I'm still having to go to a nine to five that I wish I did not have to. Start planning your exit. Start planning your exit. If you do not want to stay there, nobody is holding you. No one has tied you to the workplace. Start putting appropriate plans in place and set goals that's going to help you to leave that workplace um, a lot sooner and either pivot into a different niche or a different career path or launch that business that you've always wanted to launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> recently I was um, listening to one of my uh, coaches and she mentioned having a um, a business prayer, like a prayer for her business, right? And I thought, oh, that's so interesting, right? Because I feel like a lot of the experiences that we go through, um, especially when you're coming like from corporate, sometimes it's hectic, like... <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just, there's, um, the environment can be toxic and it's just like, so I don't know from your experience, you know, in the corporate world, what are the things that you have transferred, um, onto, um, like you're saying that I've learned from this experience, but I want to do different. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For me, it's when it comes to leading my team and being a great leader. Um, It's important that you treat people as people. What does that mean? That means taking into consideration the fact that life happens, right? Not everything is going to go according to plan. 
does that mean that you're dismissive of the, the needs of those who are helping you live out your dream? No, you do whatever you can to support them. So for me, being a good leader, being a good leader to my team, leading them well, you know, giving them the confidence to believe in my vision and embodying um, the vision that I have for the business and being able to find fulfillment as, as well in the support that they uh, provide to clients, you know, being able to feel as though they are really making an impact. Because another thing is that when you're in corporate, you're just another number. Mm. You can't really see the impact that you're having. Whereas um, the way um, my business is set up internally, uh, my team members, they are able to, to, to see and be a part of the impact and the transformation that the um, their clients are able to have on the advice of others. You know, so that, that's one thing that I'll, de I'll definitely say that my leadership, um, I've learned and I've seen how it's done poorly and I've decided that I want to do it differently because at the end of the day, where my team finds fulfillment, then they are able to show up for our clients the way that our clients need us to. And that's the yeah. most important thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so correct. Oh, and another well, thing I have as well that I wanted to say, not being motivated by profit, not being mm -hmm. motivated by money, not being greedy. Because yes, you're in business to make money and yes, you want to make a profit. If you're not making a profit, then you're basically running a charity. So you mm -hmm. want to make a profit. However, not at the expense of one, yourself, your own health and your well-being, and two, those who you're leading and those who look to you for strong and considerate leadership. So, for example, um, I spoke earlier about my team being able to find fulfillment in the work that they're that they're doing with clients, helping clients to build their their dream vision and, and creating, you know, a lasting legacy. But equally mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. I'm very particular about the sort of clients that we work with because I do not want anyone who is going to give my team grief. Right. Because the happiness of my team is equally as important as a satisfied client. So, you know, many times I have said no, no to clients who want to work with us. Yes, it would be great to, to have your money, but not if you're going to be a pain in the butt. Sorry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm doing a course, uh, a marketing course, and I was telling the ladies in the course that you should basically be able to fire some clients. Like you should know who you don't want to work with and who you really love to work with. So as you're able to distinguish between the two. So yeah, I agree with that. That's so important. Um, okay, so I want to find out from you, why did you want to partner with Africana Women? <laughs> Because I believe in Africana woman. <laughs> you're amazing. Everything that you're doing is all about, you know, showing the rich heritage of Africa and all that we have to offer. Um, and showing that, displaying that in different forms. You know, we have a book club, we have a podcast, we have... You know, we have the membership. There, there is all these things. We've got the blogs. You know, we've got the the, the events, the retreats. It's just amazing. You know, <laughs> I love the fact that you provide an environment where women feel confident, showing up as themselves, and they're able to also learn and get inspiration from other women. It's a beautiful sisterhood. Ah. Okay, so um, 
from the podcast, which one has been your favorite episode? I've been waiting for this question tonight. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get let's let's be serious, corrected. Be serious. All right. <laughs> episode ninety-two. I actually wrote this down. I love this episode. I was going to say my episode, but then I can't really do that, can I? Oh, you so, <laughs> I will say episode ninety-two. Take notes, lady, if you want to go and check out the podcast. So on this episode. It's basically called Walking the Difficult Path with Margaret. Is it Chel- Is it Chidemi? I think it's Chidemi. Yeah. Forgive me if I'm not pronouncing it, um, the surname correctly. But the episode mm-hmm. basically focused on stigma around divorce. It focused mm-hmm. on co-parenting after divorce and healing. Um, you know, going through that 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 phase of self re- self rediscovery yeah. um, after essentially yeah treading a path of divorce especially when there's a lot of stigma you know around it so yeah definitely um episode 92 walking a difficult path and i also love episode 97 adhd in women mm, I love that. that's such a good you know, one that was a really good good one i love how there was great emphasis on what that can look like the form that that takes, you know, um, in an adult, um, an individual who has ADHD and what does that look like and how they live their lives, how they interact with others, um, their perception of the world and all that stuff. And so check out the podcast if you haven't done so already. There is, you have over a hundred episodes to choose from. Come on. One thing I would say is that when you engage with any of the episodes, you're really being taken on a journey you're learning from and from lives lived by other women. Some experiences perhaps you've had, but others you would you've never had. And you would find yourself thinking as you listen to some of these stories, what would I have done if I was in that situation? Girl. What would I have done? You know, mm-hmm. and that's why episode 92. Yeah. Yeah. Walking that difficult path. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's so beautiful. Okay. I feel like we've really gone over today, but you're so, I love talking to you. (laughs) Hello. We need to let those people, let the people on our lives go. I know. They've been so patient with us, engaging with us. Ladies, thank you for those of you who have showed up live. We appreciate it. And I know that for many of you, you want to win that two-hour VA support. So I would probably speak, hang on if I were you. So don't worry. I understand your motive. But I hope that equally so, you are finding value <laughs> from this life. And that you're Okay, so um, talk to us about the uh the 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 giveaway right because there's somebody who mentioned i think it was maluva she says i don't have a business but i still want to work with you <laughs> so okay. tell us about, you know what i mean so tell us about your giveaway what like what does it look like and like do you have to be in a specific country it can be anything Okay, so you can be anywhere in the world to qualify um, for the giveaway. Remember, we are a virtual service, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can be anywhere in the world. 
where you don't have a business, but you still feel as if you could benefit from some support. It could be that perhaps you're in a very senior role in the organization where you work. Um, Mm -hmm. You have some personal stuff that you could do with um, some, you know, input on then, yeah, you can still utilize the time. The time is there however you you want to utilize it, Um, whether it be in an administrative um, manner or perhaps it's tech-related. Maybe you have a website that needs updated. Maybe you want to optimize your your LinkedIn profile, you know, all that stuff. And so, yeah, for for, for people who who do have a business, maybe you have... um, brand assets that you want to revamp and you want them to look more professional. So that could be slide decks that you've got. It could be proposals. It could be um, pitch decks. It could be course materials. All of those we could revamp or even create a few of them for you from scratch, providing you've got the, the copy. Yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for how amazing you are. Um I, I think you guys, I'll, okay, I'll let you in. So, Karet is someone who is always just a cheerleader in, like, you know that person that's in your corner all the time? I'm like, Karet, I don't know if anyone is listening to this podcast. <laughs> and she's like, you, you better continue. You better, think. you're amazing. Like, she's always that person for me. And I so, so, so appreciate you for all your love, all your support. Um, you know, like, I know that I can call on you and you're like, and yeah. I absolutely, absolutely love you so much. And I thank you and honor you. Hey. No, thank you, Chula. And thank you for actually saying that publicly. It means a lot. You know, um, it's a joy being able to journey alongside you. I love how you seek to be authentic regardless. I love that. And that was one of the things that attracted me to you. The fact that, you know, you show up and you try and encourage others to just be the same, to be themselves. And you're willing to try so many different things, even even when you're not sure if they're all working, you're willing to try. And I'm thinking, wow, like I I get inspiration from that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, we are going to let you go. I'm excited. Thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate you guys. Lots thank and lots you. and lots of love. Correct, my darling. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Kissing all the way from London, UK. <laughs> thank you, Chulu. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Correct spoke about almost everything. <laughs> almost all of the programs in Africana Women. So I just decided that I will pick up on two of them that really encompass the heart of what we do, right? So the first one is really the Africana Women Visionaries. Now, Every day, I meet incredibly intelligent women who have purpose-driven ideas and passions, but they are holding back from pursuing their vision. There are so many reasons why this can happen that essentially comes down to what you really believe you're able to do. If you were to ask me what Africana woman does as an elevator pitch... 
My answer is we help women heal their heart, mind, and soul so as they live full, healthy, and wealthy lives. We create safe spaces for you to explore what is really going on inside of you and help you get to the root of what is holding you back. When you cannot name a thing, then you cannot deal with it. You also cannot unknow something. I'll say it again. You also cannot unknow something. So when you acknowledge what is going on, it is then up to you to make a decision on what your actions are in response. The best way to take a proactive part of your healing journey and your personal growth is to join the Africana Woman Visionaries or be part of the Know Your Roots, Grow Your Purpose retreats. Transformational is an understatement of the experience you will have. To find out more and join, please visit our website, africanawoman.com or email africanawoman at gmail.com.